Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Snow cone, I think maybe I found what you were talking about here, but it sounds like it's different. And this is from a few years ago. What's that? I just searched it, but... This is from uh, 2016, I think. Is but it says thing? no. This is, it says the age when kids are oh. most and least fun, according to parents, like oh, the most good. fun age. Now, because you said that your mom saw something and said that that age, for whatever reason, was fourth grade, which fourth grade would be about ten years old, right? That's Nine what or, she said. She read know? somewhere in some study it was supposed to be fourth grade. Okay, so this one is talking about five year olds, I think. It says. Um, you know, reaching the fifth birthday is a milestone for kids. They have better motor skills, which means fewer slips and falls, fewer bathroom accidents. Uh, and in part because their attention spans are longer, it's time for them to start kindergarten. It's also an awesome yep. age from a parent's point of view. That's the conclusion of this British survey. Okay, so this must be different. Which asked parents to rank the most fun they had with their kids at different ages. Well, that's Plus, why I started talking about He just turned five, and I was, I've, always, I've been told that five is like the most fun age. So I was talking to my mom about it, and she said the fourth grade thing. And I was curious what Lazo thought, you know, having two boys. and I think older. it gets better. Almost 40%. I think it five. does get better. Because yeah. I think they start to find themselves. You they know what I mean? Like, he's still a little yeah. part of you and his mother, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he doesn't, you know, he's starting to, right? He's starting to say, oh, I don't like this cartoon, or I like this cartoon. And you're starting to find out what he's really into. But yes. he's still, at this age, trying everything, yes. right? Like, it's all new to him. So, like, does he like sports, or does he like dancing or do, is he a musician like oh, you right. don't know yet you like, know he's in drama and he camp doesn't this know week and apparently loves right. acting loves you know right can be peter pan's shadow in a play and right it's obsessed so with you it, don't so. know exactly yeah. like he's trying to figure all that out and you're trying to figure it all out and let but i think you know as they get older you start to be like oh this is what he's into mm. and i think as they you know to me as they start to get to that point so i mean i don't know if you'd agree with this five thing obviously it sounds like you, you wouldn't but they're saying that 40% of the parents polled said that five was the best. I guess that was just the most common I answer. do remember, like, five, you know, if I think about it, like, around there, kindergarten. It says they start to develop a good sense me. of humor and communicate properly. Yeah, and they can hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they definitely. can have their own thoughts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that more right. each day. But yeah. I think it gets better as they get older, you know? I think, like, those thoughts and conversations become more intricate more nuanced yeah you yeah. know and you start to realize that you know they do have their own thoughts you know mm-hmm. and their own personalities and uh and i think the um other influences mm-hmm. their friends teachers coaches all those things start to influence them as they start to become their own person like before they go to school in kindergarten really what are their influences maybe their mom and dad and yeah. their cousins maybe Siblings a little bit yeah. right yeah their grandparents a little bit, TV. but they're still just kind of like yeah. part Sponges. of the family thing, yeah. right? Yeah. But once yeah. they start, Maybe. you know, they go play a sport and they got a, a coach saying something or they go to school and kids talk about church and then all of a sudden they say, hey, I want to go to church and you let them, you know what I mean? And they either like it or they don't and all those things, they start to become their own person. And when that happens, it's, you know, 
I, I think that's interesting. Like my youngest goes to church. Mm-hmm. The oldest has, was like, yeah, I don't believe in any of that, mm-hmm. you know. And so you're like, okay, you guys are becoming your own people, and right. you know that's. I think that was the fun part to watch. Oh, this is interesting. It also says that at five, around five is when they start to develop self-soothing behaviors and frustration tolerance, which means they're not nearly as prone to tantrums anymore. So the tantrums start to gone down for sure. Go way down. We never had so I think I'm lucky with that. Remember, had the tantrum like, no, I don't want to go. My kids never freaked out. Maybe like, but the only time I could remember them freaking out at all, and it was my fault. Okay, like my fault, like because they were. I hate to say this, but because they were so kind of good, yeah, that I would be like, "Oh man, we haven't eaten in a while, and it's nine o'clock, and we're in Target, mm. and he's about to melt down." And I'm like, "Hey, right, what?" And I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> right, I've been treating you like you're twenty, yeah, you know what I mean? You probably do need to go to bed, get dinner and go to bed. Sorry <laughs> right. about that, man. We've been doing stuff all day, right? right? And that was the only time where I'd be like, "Okay, I have to step back and realize they're still." Six, they need sleep and food, and you know what I mean. Now, it's funny, Snowcone, because you said that the thing your mom saw said fourth grade, mm-hmm. which would be about 10, right? Isn't that right? Uh, uh, I think so, yeah. Because then they ask in this survey I'm looking at, they asked parents what the least favorite years were, and they said 10 to 12. Wow. 10 to 12, they said is least favorite. This is the peak of what's called the latency phase when kids' emotions go underground and they're harder to reach. I could, yeah. Uh, ask a 12-year-old how his day at school was, and you'll just get a fine or okay. I think a lot of that's on the parents, though. Like, stop asking how was your day. You know what I mean? Like, think of more creative ways to engage um, with them, right? Yeah, because if I ask you how was work, you just come back with, fine. it was fine, fine. Right? Yep. right? I always ask a specific question. Mm-hmm. That's what I try and do. Yeah. So, like, to me, it's like just one thing. You know, and it may be when they were younger, it would be like, you know, uh, tell me one thing that made you laugh today and one thing that made you mad. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'd be like, nothing made me mad, but then, you know, Johnny kicked somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would be the fun. Well, that's the discussion. That's it. Right. Because I always felt like if I, if they would just ask me, like, how was your work? I'm like, it was fine. What'd yeah. you do? It's the same stuff I always do. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I go so, to is the, what's, what was the favorite part of your day? Like, what was the right. most fun you had? That's like what I try and go with. And then I even go, uh, yeah, I think that's good. I would even go more specific. Okay. For me, it would be yeah. like, you know, hey, what made you laugh today? Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. name me one time when you laughed, you know? Who was it? Oh, wait, wasn't it Durs Snowcone that said that when his family sits down, they do the mm-hmm. the thorn and mm-hmm. rose? What was your rose? What was your thorns? What was the worst part of your day and what was the best part yeah, of your day? Yeah, another one somebody else said a good thing that would always at least bring up some sort of discussion was, oh, what was for lunch at school? Oh, okay. And then that brings up, like, school lunch sucks or it was good. And then you can be like, oh, that's, you know, who'd you eat with? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, right. it can lead into a little bit of discussion where it's yeah. not just like them, like, I don't know. Because so that's what they were saying, based on an article, was that their the feelings go underground. But I think it's on the parents to dig those feelings. Yeah, out, but right? don't. Yeah, but I think if you. Yes, I agree. But if you dig too much, and I think they're like, it's we would be like, shut yeah. down. Well, no, but I think just like we would be like, what'd you do at work today? Nothing. Well, you had to do something. Right. Right. Well, like, no, I didn't do anything. Like now, you're just annoying me. But yep. if you're like, hey, man, uh, I remember school lunches when I was a kid. They weren't great. How are your school? What'd you guys have today for lunch? And then I'll be like. A walking taco. And I'm like, what the F is a walk? And then he explains what there you go. Like, do you get to walk with it? Well, no, we get it right and now we're having a discussion. It says too that they're calling them the, the, the tween and teen years, but they say tweens now act more like at least this one article. Tweens now act more like teens used to. So mm-hmm. I guess they develop a little bit quicker. But it says the teen now my twelve year old is a teenager, for sure. Right. I mean, he absolutely for is sure. and he kinda has been 
for a while. How we were as teenagers yeah. for a, a couple of years, at least a year or two. Says uh, the teen years parallel the toddler years when kids begin establishing a separate identity from their parents. Right. Just kind of like what you were talking about earlier. At adolescence, they finish resolving the separation and their opposition to parents goes back up again. So that's where I guess you get the kind of, you know, cold shoulders start to shut down. Then, of course, you can also yeah. get into the actual teen years where they can start to rebel. There's right. early rebellion years, then there's. Uh, your, I guess, average rebellion years, which would be early teens, 13 to I think I just have 15. this overwhelming desire to, like, keep him at five. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, I think I the whole be time, I've always had that. Even yeah. when they were like, oh, you know, he's going to get out of diapers. I'm like, no. No, I, right. I, I, well, I'm happy where we are. Yeah. Like, we're having a great time. So yeah. I think I always tried to hold on to that. And I always remembered, you know, that first time they learn how to crawl is the first time they're trying to get away from you. Yeah, that's that's it. The first yeah. step is a step away from you. The first time they run is the first time they start to run away from you. So yeah. I just always kept that in mind, like, okay, you know, be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your kid, your oldest, uh, we didn't even know he was a skip until last yeah. week. I mean, you know, things are still changing. Jump skip. Even what, if you're what was 16. that again? Why were they called skip? I forgot. I'm skip, sorry. Skip, it turns out, is a nickname that they would give people who uh, were named after their grandparent, but they're, they're not their parents. So it skipped a generation. Right. Okay. So you've got okay. your, your grandpa. Well, these are skips. So yeah. 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 Those are your, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, right? That is. I had no idea. Did you tell him? Did you, did you call him? I told skip? him that. Yeah. I told him I started calling him. Skip. I, start, I texted him. I started texting him. He seemed less than night. impressed with the idea. <laughs> I said, I don't know if your dad told you, but we're calling <laughs> you like, Skip oh. now and you don't get a say. And then I realized it was like midnight and I was like, it's summertime, but I don't text him that often. Why midnight on a Sunday? I'll well, wait. And then I meant to text him today and I haven't done it yet. But I, he I, wouldn't have been home yet. He was still at Weezer. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I definitely could have done it. I can't believe he's not excited about Skip. I mean, I would be totally excited about that. Me too. That's a good, that's a cool nickname, it is. right? It and is. you just get to, you know, have a, a nickname that sticks, and then someone's like, and now, without you even asking, we're going to offer up a new one. Right. Because when I was a kid, right. I begged to be called different things, Same. tried to get nicknames I going. I hated the name Spencer. I still right. do it. I was like, please just call me anything else. Right. Skip I tried so many welcomed. things. And you do the old, like, well, my friends at my old school yes. call me so-and-so. Yep. You know, like, right. they did? Yep. Like, yeah, no, but no, it never didn't. takes. The best never. opportunity you had was when the teacher said at the beginning of the school year, What's your name and what do you go by? Right. And I remember one year I was like, You said Brett, didn't Reed, you? But I go by Brett. And, and, and everyone in the class was like, No, you don't. Right. And I'm, it's just not even dawning on me that all of these kids were at school. Actually. I'm like, Well, over the summer, you know, at camp and stuff, everyone calls me. The only people that call me Reed are you guys. Honestly, right. you guys yeah. are a smaller group here. So, uh, so anyway, now, of course, this thing goes on to say that not all parents agree on the five mm-hmm. being right. the best and 10 to 12 uh, being the worst. But it was just the most, uh, you know, common answer. The biggest issue, it seems like, is as they start to hit their teen years is the fear of rebellion and just not listening and wanting to fight with your parents and trying to establish that identity and trying to test boundaries. Which I think is important for kids to go through. Yeah, but I also think you, you know, I look back on, like, you know, my dad and then my friend's dad. I think that rebellion is, it's totally normal for and I don't I I'm not a girl and I, I don't have any female children so you know I, I can't speak to that but I think it's totally normal for a, a young man to want to find his own identity right yeah and then for a man to raise him to try to help him find that identity right it only makes it natural for him to rebel as he tries to become his own man against the real thing that he sees as the man, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be my own person, and there's only one person 
that is trying to mold me into being a person, and that's my father, right? Yeah. And I want to be far away from that. And so you're like, well, I want to uh, make you into what I think you should be, and then he wants to be as far away from that as he should because he needs to find his own identity, and if he doesn't rebel, then he never will. So to me, I always just encouraged it. I mean, you did fight with your dad in All those the time. years quite a bit. Because he wanted me to and, be that person. Right. And I didn't want to be that person. So then that's where, but to me, if you, I haven't really had that. And I'm not saying I won't, but I haven't had it because I just encourage it. So, you know, if, if he wants to do something or go somewhere, I just like, you know, hey, okay, you know, go do this, you know, go try that. Into, just know it. that, you know. I encourage it and, you know, uh, make good decisions. They'll make, I trust you, make good decisions. Just, you know, as soon as you start making bad decisions, then we'll have a problem. Well, it says uh, rebellious teens are I'm still actually, your father, right? Like, right. I'm like, I know we act like friends, but I'm still your father. Yeah, first so, and foremost. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't, you just can't go out and do whatever you want. Rebellious teens like are that. actually looking for connection and love. So yeah. Their parents. But, see, I didn't rebel. And none of my brothers did either. Now, we did in the sense that we did things we shouldn't have done. We we broke rules that we knew our parents were going to be unhappy about. We took those rules. Right. But as far as, like, arguing with our parents. Oh, I did all the time. It just wasn't a thing. Now, the other thing, too, is I don't remember my guy friends. There was a, a one or two that I, I remember yelling at their parents. But most of my guy friends, and dude, every girl I knew by around 15, 16, would just scream at usually their moms, but there was just con- and they talk about fighting with their parents. Like, yeah, right. my mom is such an yeah, idiot. It's like mother daughter has really, yeah. But is that just a, a perception? You know, is is it is it real? Do teen girls rebel more than teen boys? Are they harder to manage? I found one thing that says girls are harder to manage. Uh, teenage girls are harder to manage than teenage boys. But it's, it's from the Daily Mail. I think Mail. it depends on the boys. My sister it. was better than I was for sure. In so far as talking back to. Well, she did talk back, but she did not as bad as I did. Okay. Like, she would talk back and do what she wanted, but I was, I would literally tell my parents to go F themselves and go do whatever I want. Well, they'd be like, well, you can't go out. I'd be like, I literally look them in the face and be like, F you, and leave. Wow. And they'd be like, well, I'm exasperated. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I know you are. I am too, with your stupid rules. I think that would be scary as a parent when they start to test rules and you're like, I don't really know. Because up till now, I've been able to count. Let me get to 10. What happens at 10? Yeah, you know, and once they hit right. those teen years, they're like, you, you can't ground me. You know, no, I just like, yes, I can. And it's like, okay, well, are you going to have a bars right. on the window? And you're like, well, yeah. You know, and you, right. it, when, I would think as a parent that that's got to be kind of scary. So how do you, if you've got a kid who's, who realizes as they're right. getting older, you can't actually force me to do stuff. I mean, sure, we I could cause this whole big scene. You could get me taken to juvie or whatever. But the point is I could make your life hell if I wanted to, just like right. you can make my life hell. So then what do you use as incentive you know, which I guess is like the whole, you hear from a lot of people, I'm disappointed I just tell them, like, hey, I tell them, I, I think they know what happens. I don't really have to get into it. Yeah. Like, life is good now, guys. Like, you, you're both getting good grades. You're both participating in life, however you want to do it. I don't, I'm not on your ass. I'm not busting your balls. But seriously, if stuff goes, starts to go south, it's not going to be as easy. Yeah. Like, we just can't roll into the store and you guys pick out what shoes you want. Like, that's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right? Like, I consider what you do now work, and I understand that. And for that, you know, we get to have fun and go places, and if you guys really want something, if we can afford it, we get it, right? Yeah. But if you start getting failing all your classes and quitting Talking everything, then that's yeah. not, like, th- this relationship doesn't stay the same. Exactly. That's right? I mean, you know, you can do that, 
But just know that it changes, and, you know, that's how it goes. I think they're both probably smart enough to figure that out. Like, okay. I also remember... Life is pretty good now. He doesn't put his on my ass. If I just get, you know, stay above a 3.0 somehow, then okay. Like, I know he got a D in one class, and I was like, eh, you know, that's not great, man. He's like, yeah, I got a 3.4 GPA. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just telling you I don't love that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not just going to brush it off. That's fine. You're doing okay. Right, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I, I notice it, and now we're good. You know? And you do have, you know, all A's in the other classes, so okay. Whatever. When you were a teen... But if you had more than that, now it's a discussion, right? right. Like, it's not fun. When you were a teen, did it... If your parents... If one of your parents seemed like their feelings had been hurt, like, they're not even screaming at you. They're just like, you know, they're just sad and disappointed. Did that impact you? They never you know, really that, came at me that way. I remember a they couple times, like with, my dad you know. just being like, oh, and I felt bad. You know, I was like, oh man, he doesn't deserve this. You know what I mean? Why am I putting him yeah. through this? Or my mom, whatever. Just like, it wasn't so much the screen. I think that it happens with the, the mom, maybe more. Just in general, or like the uh, guilt feeling. Yeah, I don't really do that. I just felt like, oh man, but you know, my 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 dad was so proud of me. He's always acting like he's so proud of me. Now suddenly it. Seems like he's not so proud of me, and you know that that. that I think it's the way you are kind of raised too. Like I think my so parents too. didn't ever guilt me about yeah. anything. They didn't make me feel that way. Yeah, they get mad at me, but it was never like, "Oh, you've done this now, you should feel guilty." I, I re- I'm hesitant to say, but my ex obviously grew up in an Orthodox church. I think a lot of that comes from church. That's I never really got say. that. Isn't yeah. that what you always said? Your mom kind of. She was more religious. Yeah, I always than felt. Yeah, I always felt like there was a lot of Catholic, Catholic guilt, guilt that ran through everyone's yeah. blood in that house. I yeah. see that, you know, like oh, it's not right or wrong. I'm not saying she's doing mm-hmm. anything wrong. I'm just saying, I think it's different. I don't really. You don't have to feel guilty about it. You have to fix it. Right. Like fix it. Like what? What's going on? Fix it. Do better. Yeah, and I don't know how exactly they figured out. How, you know, but you don't ever let me down. Like that's the other thing. Like I don't ever feel like they let me down. Right, but if they but could. getting a D wouldn't doesn't let me down; it lets you down. Right, but if they got like, in trouble, it's not personal. Yeah, but if they got in trouble, did something stupid, if they bullied someone at school or beat someone up or whatever, you know, sure you could scream and yell and what are you doing? But you could also, I think, more effective for me, me just like, dude, I've this is I, I can see the look in my dad's eyes. Just he's just like, what? Yeah, what, what are you doing? Right, I just you think know? it's different upbringing because yeah. I would. That's not how I would react to it. Well, I would react to it like, yo, you got to fix this, man. Did you pick on that kid? Right. Like, if you feel guilty, that's one thing. I don't really care, but we're going over to his house. Yeah. And you're going to say you're sorry to him and his parents. Yeah. Right? And you're going to fix it. Like, you, you can fix this. Well, and I did want my parents Make to be better. proud of me. Do better. It says two-thirds of parents say teen girls are harder to raise than teen boys. Uh, and then it says three-quarters admit that they argue more regularly with daughters than with their sons. Hmm. This was a, a survey they did. So two thirds say girls are harder to raise. Three quarters say they argue with their daughters more than their wow. sons. They can't, this is just one article. And when yeah. I went to Google that, I didn't get a bunch of things that said why teen girls rebel more. Right. It wasn't. I kind of thought I might, but I didn't. So this is just the one thing that I found. But you know, anecdotally, it seemed like growing up, I just couldn't believe some of the things that I would hear girls say to their parents. And they were well, screaming. It's funny because it doesn't mean that guys didn't do for it. For me, it was like all my friends. Really, but I think you know. Being born in the 70s, I think the dads were much different. Yeah. The dads were, you know, yeah. I'll put you through an effing wall. That's how you they raised us. And it wasn't just me. It was all my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all, I will use, you know, my size to dominate you. And I think you can only do that for so long before 
they become teenagers and like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, ta- I'm not putting up with that. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad was a seventies dad too. You know what I mean? Right. So that, I, I don't know if he changed over time or if it was just, you know, specifically him, but certainly my friend's parents were younger than my parents. So that could have been like all my friends too. got into fist fights with their dads. All fist of them, fights, all yeah. of them, literal yeah. fist fights, all of them. I only remember that once. And that was a, a, a drug issue. And the, the, the guy was high at the time that he was mm. fighting his dad. I remember the best man at my wedding being over at my house. Cause he had gotten kicked out of his house for punching his dad. Yeah. So he's at my house. My dad's letting him stay there. And my dad starts getting into my ass about something. And my best friend looks at me and goes, why don't you get out of his ass, John? Oh, <laughs> my dad was like, both of you guys go. out. I was like, <laughs> I think he was like, well, I can't fight both of you at once. So you both got to leave. <laughs> but I literally remember him looking like, Jesus, John, get out of his ass. <laughs> and I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, well, we got to leave here too now. The Church, the Church of Laszlo.